0: My name is Tyese Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I want to talk to you about five hard truths about dating. So I did an earlier video, and I think it was like five hard truths about relationships, and then a lot of people requested follow-ups about this. So we're doing sort of a series. Please keep in mind, five hard truths about dating and about relationships are two separate videos. They're two separate things. Relationships can be over very long spans of time and can also be with friends or family members or, you know, romantic relationships is what we mostly focus on. But dating is a specific stage of a relationship. We've got the dating stage, then the honeymoon stage and the power struggle, um, security, commitment and bliss stages of a relationship. So we're talking about just the dating stage in general. We're going to cover five hard truths. And these are things that I found people really would do better just knowing early on and things that I saw through working in my practice with with hundreds, if not thousands of people over time, especially when it came into workshops and now, of course, all the the work we do now. So these truths tend to be things that are important to know, are are um, very much a part of people's experience over time, um, irrespective of different attachment styles. And and when we know these things, we can utilize them in a really effective way. By the way, if you want to dive into the actual stages of relationships. For each attachment cell as a whole, we have our advanced attachment cell courses that literally go through that you can check out for free for seven days by clicking on the link in the description box below. And they literally go through, All the major things you need to learn in each stage of dating, according to your attachment style. And you can check out attachment styles of other people because when you enter the the free membership for seven days, you get access to every single course and you can check out all the different ones in there. So I hope you enjoy and take advantage of that if that's something you're looking for. Um, So number one, the, the first hard truth is that dating is about betting. I think sometimes we think dating is supposed to be like a purely romantic and infatuation based thing. And when we lead just from that, there are usually negative consequences long-term. This is not me saying like do dating only from an intellectual space. This is me saying we are holistic people, holistic human beings, and we have emotional components. We have physical components or sexual components or chemistry with people. We also have intellectual components and if we are ever in a position where we kind of like make one of those things obsolete, so let's say we just lead purely from infatuation, we just lead based on how we emotionally feel, how much chemistry we feel like there is, and we leave the mental or intellectual component offline and we're not actually evaluating, are we compatible? Do we communicate well about things? Do I see myself wanting to spend time with this person over time? Do we trigger each other? If if there's no intellectual evaluation in the dating stage and we make decisions purely from the emotional and physical components, or sometimes it's one or the other for people, sometimes it's purely in the emotional space or purely in the physical and and sexual space. If you are making dating from, from one area or just one or two areas and you are blocking off or not paying attention to the other areas, then usually there's a big detriment long-term. Usually there are lessons to sort of learn the hard way. So dating is about, yes, is there physical chemistry? Is there sexual chemistry? Um, Are we emotionally connected and compatible? And do we have all of that, but also does it make sense? Um, And that's an important part of of evaluating the dating stage. Do we have the same dreams for the future? Do we have the same desires? Do we want the same things long-term? Do we want to invest time in the same way? Um, Do we have similar needs? Are we effective at communicating through problems? It doesn't mean that you have to like have a whole checklist of something for for somebody in order to even consider dating them. But what it does mean is, is that you want to intellectually evaluate those appropriate and important considerations because your time is valuable and people rub off on... Use so much over time. Like the people we end up dating and being in long term relationships with will impact our subconscious mind and psyche over time in a really dramatic way. And so we want to make sure that we are intentional about all of those different areas like physical affection, sexual chemistry, emotional connection, and intellectual evaluation and compatibility. Um, and if we leave any one part out, we will usually have to go deal with that in a more challenging way later on. Um, so while we might want to just find that we click with somebody and have chemistry and that's great. That's a great place to start, but you want to make sure those other things are taken into consideration. Hard truth number two, people pleasing and winning over approval is a strategy with long-term consequences. So when you focus in on a relationship and you're like, okay, I'm just going to win over the person's approval. I'm going to be on my best behavior. I'm going to wear the mask. I'm going to show only my best side. It is normal for everybody to a certain degree to want to impress the person they're dating or interested in, right? You want to dress up nicely or take care of yourself or, you know, share the nicer parts of your personality and maybe be a little bit more hiding of your flaws. But if this is done in a dramatic way where it's just being agreeable, not showing your truth, not communicating your boundaries, not sharing your needs, not laying a healthy foundation, then what happens is you prop yourself up in the dating stage of relationships to suffer in the power struggle stage. Because when the dating and honeymoon phase ends, one of the natural things that takes place from a human behavior perspective is we actually start to show our flaws in the power struggle stage. We start to be more of ourselves. And if there's a big reconciliation that has to happen because you weren't showing any of that stuff and suddenly you are, it actually sets up to have the power struggle stage become more difficult. So when you set the foundation early by sharing your needs, um, you know, talking about your inner world, sharing more of your flaws or insecurities or things like that, even just on a small, consistent basis and just being a little bit more vulnerable, that actually sets you up to have an easier power struggle stage long term. So basically that was kind of like truth number two and three, which is two people pleasing and trying to win over approval. Is a strategy with long-term consequences. Okay. You, you don't get to share yourself. You don't get to be known, seen, understood. It's going to be problematic later. And number three is that the more you share yourself and the more vulnerable you are earlier on, the less you're going to suffer in the power struggle stage as a result. So they kind of go hand in hand, but they're just really important things to, to keep in mind. Like if you're people pleasing, it's problematic. But also if you're not even sharing anything and you're just being um quiet and not vulnerable, then that becomes problematic as well. Number four. Um, this is a really interesting one. It takes at least 10 dates and probably closer to 20 interactions for people on average to find someone that they really want to be in a relationship with. The first part, the 10 dates was based on on a university study that was done. 20 interactions is like what I would see generally in my practice. So I mean like people that you chat with and have conversations with on a dating app, people that you chat with that you're interested in in some kind of like class that you take or hobby that you're doing or um, place that you're exposed to people in like a community or at an event or things like that, usually people will feel like, oh my gosh, I've been on dates with all these different people and I'm not finding anybody. And they can get really down and out about that. But often in reality, what's happening is their expectations are that after like dating three or four different people, they should have found the person that they want to be in a relationship with, found the person they really want to spend time with. And it's just not how it tends to work. Why? Because people are so different. Um, People have, they're so similar in so many ways too, don't get me wrong. But we have such different beliefs and attachment styles and sets of programming and things that we're looking for at different stages of in our, in our lives. And that brings me to number five, which is literally not everybody is looking for the same things as you in a relationship. And so when we assume that because we both want to get on a first date and spend time together, that we must both want the same things. It's just not true. One person's on a date because they want company another person's on, on a, on a date because they want a spouse and, you know, it, of course it can, they can line up, but to assume that we're just gonna have one or two dates and then we're gonna find somebody that's like the person or the person we wanna spend all this time with. Some people get lucky and some people have great interactions, but oftentimes I find that if it's always the first person you're on a date with that you then enter into a relationship with. Sometimes it's also cause you are a little bit codependent leaning um, you're more in people-pleasing and just find a way to get along with people. Um, and you're not fully taking yourself and your truth and your dreams and your needs into full consideration. Because if that's the case, usually it'd be a little pickier. It might take a little longer, but then when you do invest, those investments would pay dividends for, for longer periods of time and, and, you know, be better investments to make sort of thing. So um, I think that's really important for, from the perspective of that we want to manage our expectations. If we think, oh, just, you know, one or two dates, we should find the person. If it's not working, there's something wrong with me. I'm unlovable. You know, it's really easy to give it meaning, but it often takes quite a few dates and then many more interactions with people that we're expressing interest back and forth between that we meet out or at an event or on a dating app or whatever it might be before we finally find something that we may truly click with. Um, So, I hope that makes sense. Again, if you want to like really break through like your patterns in each of the six stages of it of relationships, and if you really want clarity and certainty into your partner or somebody you are dating who is a different attachment style, check out our advanced attachment style courses because it will give you a roadmap from like this was dating stage info and it wasn't even attachment style specific, but we have it specific to each attachment style in a lot more detail because the courses are like three hours long. Um, and it will give you the roadmap for um which attachment style to date or which attachment style you're dating and like what their Um, pain points are, what their rights of passage are, the lessons they need to learn, the reprogramming they need to do to move on to the next stage and what their fears, flaws, insecurities, all that kind of stuff will be. And we'll help you navigate relationships a lot more easily as well. So you can check that stuff out. Thank you so much for watching and for being here. Please like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. And I will see you in the next video.